But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! It's leave it time time! Episode 36. If you want to be technical about it, it's Season 2, Episode 1. But this is the 36th time that we have released a Lima Time Time episode. It's been a while. It's been a month since we... Uh, 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 maybe a little more. Maybe it's been, maybe it's been six weeks since we, since we did this. Uh, but it's, it's good to get back in the swing. Uh, Pat, how you doing? I mean, I'm here. We... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, do- I'm doing good. I'm just slightly voiceless, but that's okay. I'll uh, I'll sing some John Mayer songs towards the end. Oh, that that you should you totally should. So uh, you got to yeah, use the raspiness. Got to use it to your benefit in 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 one way or another for sure. So yeah. Uh, so it, it's been it's been oh before we before we get started, do you want to say something nice about our our sponsors who haven't sent me Jack who sent me two things over the past like two months Jack and crap. You want to talk about Verado Spice? Well, I found. Uh, yeah, we, I still love those guys. I, I found out we just have to ask that we it's carte blanche. We get whatever we want, but we, they don't just send it to us. We have to be like, hey, man, can I have a box of shit? And then they give it to us. Ah, I didn't know but that. But Bravado Spice is awesome. They're spreading around the country. Every day I see a new tweet of a new store they're in. I mean, it's almost offensive to me how successful they're getting. They'll probably drop us at some point and sponsor a Rangers podcast or, or something. <laughs> Wait, why would that, that make sense? But that's just the... That's not a bad thing to say about it. They're great. They won't. They're H-Town through and through. Bravado Spice. Uh, go to bravadospice.com or uh, follow them on Twitter. All the guys there rule. And the hot sauce is the best. It really is. So uh, I'm glad that they're our sponsor again for 2017. I want to complain about them because we haven't gotten our sacks of money, but they really are like good dudes. Yeah, that's what I – If they, it'd be a lot easier to yell at them if they were awful people, but they're not. Yeah. And I feel like if they had – extra sacks of money that they would give it to us yeah probably so maybe you know, they're a small business they're growing they gotta they gotta they gotta reinvest their capital and a couple of assholes talking about baseball don't, don't really deserve it <laughs> to be honest with you but i i do want it though brought up spice please send us our sacks of money thank you yeah this this bit will never end we will do this as long as the podcast oh lasts. yeah i'll be i'll be 63 years old and and be like still waiting been waiting for been waiting if we're doing the podcast years. at 63, then things went really south. That's true. That's so true. Things did not pan out the way oh, or, or it's like we're really rich from it. Like it became some sort of like really uh, profitable business and yeah. we not – no, let's just let's – not, let's not talk about that. We're the only ones that found a way to monetize a podcast. Like the, the, we, we changed the landscape. That well, I mean Joe Rogan, Mark Maron, those guys probably make millions off it. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. You're wrong. Depressing. Let's move on. We're better than. Oh, we're not better than Mark Marion. We pretty close. Yeah. All right. Let's talk some what baseball or some All shit. Right, so there's there's one thing that, that there is there's actually so we it's been about six weeks since we've done this because basically nothing has happened, uh, and so it felt like and Pat and I were and just to you, gentle listener, like we talked about recording and we're like. 
I don't know what to talk about. And and so we rather than than have you listen to 45 minutes an hour an hour and 10 minutes of of us just sort of like throwing crap against a wall and seeing what stuck, we we wanted to wait until there was actually something to talk about. However, there was one story that has happened that I thought, "Ooh, maybe we should try to record, but we're both really busy cuz well, Pat's super famous and I'm just busy." not doing famous things and, and it has to do with the Cardinals and it's, it's probably the the one story that I thought, man, we, maybe we should try to get something, something laid down here. Do you feel like the Cardinals punishment for hacking into ground control, or if it's not hacking, then it's just getting a lucky guess on a password is, is the, the Cardinals top two picks and $2 million. Is that, does that make you, happy? Are you okay with it? How do you feel about the Cardinals punishment? I, I honestly do not feel like it's enough, but I, I, I'll i take it. It's not the worst thing that's ever happened. It's very usable, but I, I, I feel like I thought they were going to drop the hammer on him. Actually, no, it was actually half and half for me. Part of me, it's like, oh, it's the Cardinals. They're, they're going to let them slide. They're the, the beloved Cardinals. But another part of me thought that like, this is really bad. Like this, you got to set a precedent with this is Awful. Yeah. And, and, but I don't, that's not dropping the hammer, in my opinion. Now, I don't know what, like, what would you think would be something that, like, what would be good? What would have been dropping the hammer? And that was the thing that I struggled to come up with. Like, what would be the punishment? Would it be more money? Would it be more picks? I mean, you can't ruin a franchise. Like, what's the death penalty equivalent for baseball? You know, they deserve it for a couple years. Yeah. I, I you know, I struggled with Or to lose the fran, to lose the franchise indefinitely would be my ultimate pick, <laughs> you're you're now you're back to the st louis browns like you're not the cardinals anymore like we're they're the, they're the arizona cardinals that's they're, right they're, they're. so you know i thought i thought pretty hard about this like what was and the, i think the i think what left us out like everyone's and i was sort of excited about the being happy about the two picks but i keep going back to rob manfred the commissioner and and major league baseball didn't make a determined like they kept you know, back in November, or like early November, they're like, "Yeah, we're getting close to the end of this thing." But the thing that I come back to is that all the time they're they're still working on the new collective bargaining agreement, and and it was just fishy to me that that it was it, it nothing happened and nothing happened and nothing happened, and it it really was the chronicle. It was a is it David Barron and Jake Kaplan that that sort of said the hey we here's some additional details, and then like forty eight hours later. Um, MLB came down. I really thought MLB was just hoping everyone would forget. And, and oh, they, they were. I, I I fully fully believe that they would kind of just hope it would just go away. I I don't feel like they were investigating the entire time. They knew they knew everything. Yeah, and they had known. So I I don't know if they would have done anything because they'd get called out eventually. But they were just kind of laying back and just kind of seeing where the cards would fall. What's shady to me is that. Is that by saying yes, we're close. Yes, we're close. Yes, we're close to coming to some sort of determination. It essentially let the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals had to figure they're going to lose. They're going to lose their top draft pick. So what did the, what were they able to do? They were able to go ahead and sign Dexter Fowler, which coming from the Cubs means the Cubs get their their actual like legitimate first round pick. So because the ruling didn't come down until after the Cardinals had signed Fowler, 
the Astros end up with with two low with like their next two picks. So it's two lower picks. Like it's not if they'd come out and said in in mid November, you know the the Astros get their top two picks. You know we'd be looking at what was I think is the number I think it was the number nineteen overall pick. Yeah. You know, instead it's like fifty-seven and seventy-five, or something, or something like that. So, so, but, but fifty-seven and seventy-five are still superstar potential. They're still good players, or, yeah. And but, I, I mean, nineteen. I mean, better. I don't think there's any difference from nineteen and fifty, fifty-six or fifty-seven, whatever it was. You know, the draft is such a crapshoot. You never know. I mean, so to have first-round picks, it's good. But no, I think. It, There'd be more impact if it was their first actual pick, or if they were disallowed to do that deal for Fowler because of the situation. Yeah. Or, or like, no, sorry, it's Nolan Void. Too bad. <laughs> just screwed him over that way. Like, dude, that made me feel pretty good. And I still keep coming back to like, you know, the dude Correa. Uh, he's going to be in prison for like four years. That's I. I feel bad for that. That kind of sucks. Because I feel like there's no way he acted – they acted like he was some rogue guy. Somebody told him to do that, and that's what pisses me off. I mean he's a piece of shit. Don't get, get me wrong. Like, he can, <laughs> but he, he doesn't need to be in prison, does he? I, am I being too soft? I mean – Like is, is it that it's, – it's egregious. It's terrible. Banned from baseball. That's, that's pretty – that sucks. You're like banned from your career. But like jail time? So, okay. I guess there's – is it, is it is it was it it's a corporate crime like what's the what was the crime yeah like it's it's, the, it's intellectual it's it's intellectual property theft and that's then then the courts drop the hammer if he's then he's doing the max sentence he's got to be so you're you're a comedian let's say let's let's put this on because I'm I teach history like I everybody it's, it's the same thing there's no there's yeah there's it, we no it's the exact it's the exact same thing i teach you pretty much teach history <laughs> we steal we steal each other's stuff all the time you guys heard about that battle of saratoga <laughs> let me let me I, t- I talk like a 1920s baseball announcer get your lucky strike cigarettes the battle of saratoga i'll tell you what what's the deal with airplane food all right um also i'll on, sound sorry. like a comedian hey martin van buren am i right <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um so so but let's say let's say that there's a comedian that that thinks and let's all right, let me let me I'm I'm I've not thought jo- about this jo- before. Joke theft is it's the biggest thing in 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 comedy. That, okay, that's so, the biggest thing you don't do. So all right, so uh, you have let's say you have a script that you're working on and someone thinks uh maybe maybe Patrick stole stole some of my jokes. I'm going to hack into his computer and I'm going to I'm just going to take liberally from whatever he has to better my career because that's sort of the exact same thing. I I totally buy into Correa as the rogue employee and I'll explain why here in a second, but oh, like he's trying to rise and make a name for himself to get a GM job or whatever. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm going to get there in a second, but I'm curious like how do you, how do you respond if another comedian steals your jokes or steals uh you know the the outline of a pilot that you're working on or something like that like what is your response well there's there's two responses there's the court of public opinion which that person would get absolutely scathed because i would just take it to twitter and facebook but then i would also sue the shit out of them yeah because because it's if they stole off my computer i have clear evidence that this is mine like they're done so i'd end them financially and then the world would you know, they'd run with that. They'd go viral, yeah. And they'd be 
they'd be pretty much shunned and that their career would be over with. That's but sort and of... I'd, I'd also murder them. <laughs> well, of course. But that's... yeah, so yeah, no, it's it's that's awful. What's so, I mean, but that... still, but still, prison. It doesn't. It do, jail doesn't seem fair. And I hate the guy. I, I don't want. I'm not going easy on him. I just. But that sucks, man. Yeah, but I I totally buy into the he did it on his own because to read the read the court documents he was motivated by jealousy because Luno came from the Cardinals and then Luno brought some of his dudes like Sig Meidel from the Cardinals and Sports Illustrated throws out what was it back in like 2014 they do the 2017 World Series champs as they're coming off like a 111 loss season and so Correa is <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. That would, that- He's like, my team, yeah, I'm the scouting guy. Like, we're good. Why are these dudes getting all this, like, media love? And, you know, the Astros were sort of as terrible as they were. They were getting a, some love. They were also taking a bunch of dings from, like, Buster Olney and Ken Rosenthal and whatnot. But if he's motivated by jealousy, like, he he wants to – there's two things that he wants. If you're motivated by jealousy, there, there you have two goals in mind. One goal is to make yourself look better. The other goal is to ruin your opponent. So so he wants to make the Astros look bad, all right? Freaking mission accomplished by leaking that crap to Deadspin where the Astros wanted, like, Lucas Giolito for Lucas Harrell. You know, that right. they're, they're leaking those trade negotiations that that dude straight up stole off of ground control. But he's also using that information because he wants to look like he's the smart guy. Like, the Cardinals didn't lose anything by losing Luno and Meidel and whoever else came from St. Louis. Like he wants to, to, to make Moselliac and what's his name? The owner, Bill DeWitt or whatever. He wants to make the Cardinals top brass, like feel comfortable that they're still in good hands. So he's going to use, he knows how smart they are. He's going to use that information to make himself look better. And that's not, you don't go to your boss and say, Hey, I stole this from the Astros. I think we should draft this guy. Like you keep that how you got it to yourself and say, I have a good feeling about this and here's why, based off of the information that you've lifted off of who right, I changed account. my mind. I'm showing up at his parole hearing and fucking this guy needs to rot in prison. <laughs> no, that no, yeah, no, everything you said is pretty much dead on and you gotta be a bad person to have that kind of mentality and to be like capable of doing that. I mean, but that seems like a well thought out, very uh, meticulated plan. You know, like he, like it, the way you set it up. Even if that's not the case, which it 100 percent is, <laughs> like it adds up. Yeah. Gotta shut the door. So man, on. like yeah, it, I gotta yeah, shut the door. My I'm, dog's I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Dog's losing his damn mind. Um, what else is new? So yeah, right. Other than my phone ringing. For no good reason. Um, hey, get it together over there. Hey, I'm, I'm doing this with silent. no voice. I, I came in at five in the morning. Yes, come on, just get it together five over in there. The morning, damn. I know. Living that life. I went a little too hard. <laughs> uh, so you know, as far as the Cardinals go, they got punished. I'm happy they got punished. They didn't get punished as harshly as they could have because I really think Manfred did them a solid by waiting to sentence them or to give them any kind of ruling. But whatever, I don't. Th- th- whatever you do, no one's gonna, no one's gonna be happy. Well, no, and, and see, like now, now with you making the point that it was rogue, and as much as I hate the Cardinals, it makes more sense that they didn't get 
killed as much if he's acting on his own accord. Yeah. Because that would suck if somebody in the Astros just went rogue and did some crazy shit, and then we're screwed for a few years because they dropped the hammer on us and we had nothing to do with it. That's so a, that's a great. Point. I kind of so I see. It makes a little bit more sense now. And then hidden doing prison, that's the hammer. He yeah. got banned from baseball and is in jail. He's the one that got roped. Yeah, no. It's so, like, like, so, it, so it makes more sense now that we've, we've put it in this context. The banned from baseball list is basically like Shoeless Joe Jackson, Pete Rose, and... And then this dickhead. And then this douchebag. So I feel, I feel bad. I, I don't feel bad for him. But no, I don't know. No, well, you made him out like you did like a... One of those crime show documentary bios on him. Now he's like this maniacal evil guy, that, which he actually probably is. But no, I don't feel bad for him at all. You def, banned from baseball minimum. Yeah. Prison. Eh, that that kind of sucks. But you committed a crime. Like it is what it is, man. It's white collar theft. I there's, mean, it's there's black property. people in prison for life for having a, just like a bag of weed. So yeah. like he deserves to go to prison. White people need to get God every now. And, well, he's not white, but. <laughs> I think he is. We all, everybody needs to get a taste of justice every now and again if you commit a crime. That's right. But down with St. Louis and everything that they stand for forever. <laughs> screw him. Screw, screw Manfred for waiting as long as he did. And I hope Dexter Fowler, who actually genuinely seems like a nice guy, but I hope I, I hope he fails. And I, I hope the Cardinals don't make the playoffs. And Well, you, but you know that he won't fail and they will make the playoffs because that's what they do. But that's okay. Who yeah. cares? They're in the National League. They can... They can come get some. That's right. Win the win the National League, St. Louis. See what's what. How gripped with anger slash fear slash just jacked up, like roided out excitement would you be for an Astros Cardinals World Series? Uh, dude, I can't even. Yeah, it's it's Cardinals, it's Cubs, and then who would you? Oh, that would be. Yeah, Cardinals over Cubs for the World Series just because that was the main rival in the pennants and everything. That all oh, that'd be so awesome. I can't even. Could you? Uh, I can't. I can't even like think about it. And then the next best would be something like like the Mets. Yeah, got to avenge you know having having all that New York bias and that'd be that'd be fun too. But no, the Cardinals, Cubs, and Mets would yeah would be my three uh, ideal matchup. Not ideal matchups, but ideal uh, just for. The fun of it, yeah. Having a having a postseason where like the Astros avenge all of their past wrongs, like they beat they beat the Rangers to in the ALCS to go to the World Series, and they end up beating like the Cubs or the Cardinals or dude, or that'd be oh that that kind of comeuppance would be. Well, I mean, a World Series against the fucking Diamondbacks would be the greatest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I don't care, yeah, but, they can be, but yeah. yeah. But if we got some like. Real justice. I, I think all of my pain would be gone. I mean, a World Series win is going to take away some pain, but something like that, yeah, would remove all of it. Beat like the I'd Royals. Have no chips on my shoulder. Nothing. Beat may, ah. Here we go. Beat the White Sox in the ALDS. Beat the Rangers yep. in the ALCS, and beat the Cardinals for the World Series. Like that. That is Dude. just. That is a lot of mental grief. That, that that's a lot of weight. And, and, and yeah. Or with one B being Cubs coming back for back to back and just sweeping them, yeah, and just give Chicago a sweep. But yeah, no, I because I mean, we did get a, get over the hump with the Cardinals. I just hate them, yeah. And what with all everything that's transpired, I would like to to beat them first. But the Cubs would be just as sweet. It would be fun. Oh man, we gotta 
Sports Illustrated, please be right. So, no kidding. I've never, <clears throat> I've never hoped for a prediction to come true more more than that. You paid than, attention to any, Have you paid attention to any of the the two games at all? No. Yeah. No, me either. I'm I'm upset with Root Sports for not putting them on. There's nothing on in the middle of the day on Root Sports at noon. Just play the fucking games. <laughs> so how hard could it be? Because I, I would I would watch them, I, and I will. Like I think the the Tigers game is on tomorrow, so I'll watch it. But I. Just put them on. Like the replay of the Rockets game was on today when they were playing the Braves. I'm like, what are you doing? Ridiculous. It's a Sunday. I'm not gonna. Li- I'm not gonna listen to the radio like <laughs> like a super like a super freak. Like I, our listeners, they probably all listen to it. I Idiots. I I like listening. I, I like listening to it on on the and by the radio. I oh, mean, I, do, like, I do too, but not phone. like seeking it out. Like not. I'm sitting on my Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm not just gonna be like, let me turn on the radio and listen to the Astros play the Braves in a second minor league. I don't know. I'm doing that voice again. I love but, it. It's got to be a segment. I was, too, I was I was too busy celebrating my league cup win. Uh. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a Swedish hero. All right, that's all I'm saying about that. Let's move on. No, I want to talk soccer later. Um, the uh, yeah, our fans love when we do that. That's right. Nothing. Everybody would. We talked like for 45 minutes on that one episode <laughs> with uh, what's it? <laughs> and everybody was like, "Dude, I turned it off." And what the what were y'all doing? I was like, "I don't know. Whatever." We need to talk like. We're talking about like youth soccer. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Anyway, whatever. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, so th- that actually that's a good segue. So th- I haven't. Pa- I mean, I paid attention a little bit. Like I saw Edison Frias like gave up back to back to back home runs and then hit Cabrera. And the story was like Cabrera is such a smart baseball guy that he knew like, it wasn't intentional. A because it's freaking February twenty fifth when he hit him. Uh, and B, because he hit him with a breaking ball. So I know, like, I know he struggled. I don't know who got hits. I know the Astros won today. I don't know how, like, how much, how closely. It's, 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 go ahead, I'm sorry. No, how close, how close, a, what's your attention level to spring training? Like, what, what sort of engagement uh, do you have with spring training games? Um, not very much. Especially early on, because if you've been around baseball long enough, you know that the pitchers are working on certain pitches. Like it, the game is irrelevant for almost everybody playing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not. It's not. They're not at full competition. It's it, they're scrimmages and they're working on stuff. The, the pitchers, at least. Yeah. And yeah, that everybody batting is trying to get a hit, but the guy may be working on low and away sliders, and that's just he may walk seven guys, and that's what he was doing. Yeah. So. As it gets closer, and where the uh, the starters are going, you know, what what's the three or four innings would be like, spring training max when at, they're getting in like game, game shape. Yeah, at this point, um, the first time around, it's like you. That's you when I start actually paying attention. But th- that being said, if anybody's just raking, if like Correa is batting seven hundred and has hit a home run in every game, that's that's church. That's that's canon. That's gospel. <laughs> that's that's what's going to be. Even though the guy pitching to him was like. Hey, I'm throwing change-ups, like tee off on it. This is what I'm doing. You <laughs> all, know, so all I'm trying to do is throw. You got to take it middle. with a grain of salt and just kind of. It doesn't mean anything, and it, they play too many spring training games, to be honest. I yeah, right? Don't they like we're playing 162 games? Like they don't need 30 extra. Like what are we doing here? Yeah, like my my focus is like, did anybody get hurt? No, cool, we won. It doesn't matter if we lost 15 to one. Did any, is everyone still healthy? Awesome. So that's- yeah, so yeah, I think, and then you just pull anything good that happened is 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 foreshadowing for the season. Anything bad is like, oh, it's just spring training. Well, and the weird thing is that there are 
there are exceptions. Like, Tyler White essentially made the opening day roster last year because of the spring training that he had. Like, it's 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 one of these, like, it's it, it's meaningless until it's not sort of things. But, but, they, and, but, but, they, well, they, also, but they have position battles, though. So, like, they, when they do that, and there's somebody battling for a position or a spot, then, then it does matter. And everything they do does count. But for somebody, like the guys like Altuve and Correa, they're just getting in game shape, getting their swing right, getting their timing down. Like, it's not anything. But yeah, if you're playing to make the roster, or you're playing for a position, then it's World Series Game 7. How many, you know? how many positions do you think are actually up for grabs? One. First base. And I still, I don't even really think it is. Do you? No, it's, it's got, like it's got to be good. Kind, yeah. kind of, it's it's kind of up, but I I don't think it is. I mean, I think I think what dude, I think there are dudes that are competing for like the twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth spots <clears throat> on the uh, on the opening day roster. Yeah, there's I mean, yeah, there's three spots at the absolute max. That's why it's kind of boring. We it's not boring because. I like knowing that we have the roster pretty much set. There's mm-hmm. nothing worse than having like, oh, these ten guys might make it. But uh, no, it, it's pretty much set in stone. And I mean, Hench has said it, and like, there's just first base is one of them. But I mean, it's what do you who do you think is going to start at first base? I, I think that during the season we we're going to see different looks, maybe every game. But <laughs> well, I mean, it's it sort of because I I think it's Guriel. I mean, if they're committed to playing Bregman at third, then then you. It, it, you pay, it is I I 100% agree with it that it's Gurriel. You're paying him too much money to be a I mean and I, and I it's a it, they they've paid that cost in in baseball economics being what they are. It's not like I don't know. I remember I remember when when, when they moved Brett Myers uh to the to closer. And this would have been what? 2000 it was after Luno got the job. So that's 2011, 2012, like in the depths of despair as far as the rebuild goes. But he was getting paid, and that that was like the year they should have traded Bet, uh, Brett Myers, like the previous trade deadline, because he was pitching really well. And yeah, and he was like yelling racist shit in the, in the clubhouse, <laughs> so hitting his wife on the side, fighting the media, beating his wife, yeah. committing crimes, being racist, <laughs> and uh, also not pitching the best. But they should have traded him. They didn't, and it turned out that they moved him to closer. And I remember tweeting like. And for whatever reason, like, Luno, and I, this is not a humble brag. This is like a I don't get it sort of thing. But, like, Luno has followed. No, it's a humble brag, but go it, ahead. It's really not. Like, Luno has followed Astros County since since before he got the, the Astros GM job. Like, I don't, I, I seriously do not understand. But I remember tweeting, now, like. You have a good, what do you, dude, you have, you're one of the most knowledgeable people on, about Astros baseball on Twitter. Your website's good. There's no reason for anybody in the organization to not follow you. So I don't know why that baffles you. It, it, it totally baffles me, and it's I don't know. It's like maybe it's like fat guy syndrome that I don't get it. Well, no, but I mean when yeah, I, I, I felt the same when Kathy Ireland fired me, followed me. I was like, that's, that's why. <laughs> what are you doing? That's hot. Yeah. Now that's a, that's a humble brag, or that's just a brag. Yeah, that, <laughs> I just had to drop that in there. But yeah, Kathy Ireland, come on, like don't be humble about that. That's my, that's my first love. Yeah, that that that's my most meaningful follow. Yeah, that would uh, that's mine, and she didn't even but follow yeah, me. No, but Luno, like that's awesome, and please send him a DM and get him on this show. I've tried, he ignores me, so whatever. Um, but but like I remember tweeting when when they moved Brett Myers to closer, I was but, like, hey, cool, like a hundred and ten loss team has a thirteen million dollar closer, and and he. <laughs> 
and like that's good. he that's good. he came out like the, like the next day, and I'm not saying that my tweet did the. the did this because other people I wouldn't were, be surprised dude it's like Trump watching like the morning <laughs> Joe and tweeting out immediately what he saw on morning Joe <laughs> but like he came out and shit. Said, <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> um he came out and was like it's a we're already paying him 13 million dollars so we might as well put him in a in a position that helps us the most and I was like I agree, I agree I agree with that so you but I I still don't think that you're paying Guriel so much you're not going to have him ride the bench. I mean, especially at, at this point, like three years down the road, you know, when he's 39 or 57 or however old he actually is, like you might have to go that route. But, but at this point he's, you've got to find a spot for him because that's what you invested in. So you put him at first, if Bregman's going to be at third, it's not, it's, so it's like AJ Reed and Tyler White. That's it. Well, but it's it's yeah, and AJ Reed, what is it? He he's in shape. Is that what I've hear? Is that what I'm hearing? Apparently, AJ Reed and Tyler. Somebody's Wise. always everybody's. There's always some guy coming in that's in shape, or he's leaned out, or he's built muscle and put on. It's always something. There's about six. That's you. That, that's you, Lee Spot. But that being said, the way they've set up this team, it, it's going to be a a matchup rotate based team. That so I think AJ Reed. Is going to get a lot of time there too when Yuli's DHing and when their Aoki plays left or Beltran gets a day off. Like they're going to, it's going to be so much tinkering hitch yeah. baseball that I, I I don't think naming somebody a starting first baseman is really naming somebody a starting first baseman. The way they're going to play Marwin will play some first on some days. Like it, it just is what it is. That's a good point. Now to go off of that, I was talking with uh, my buddy at. Was it Adiact? I don't know how to say it, but yeah. I, I play on a FIFA, I play on a FIFA team with him, and I think I'm co-managing a fantasy baseball team. But I'm not gonna. He's gonna listen to this. I'm not gonna do anything on that team, by the way. <laughs> but I'm the co-manager, just like I'm the name, like behind it. But he's gonna do everything. Okay. But he, well, we were talking about uh, you late. Like, do do you still? What do you think? Do you still like like that move, or do you think it was really forcing your hand with the money that we're paying him, or do you think he could come out? in shape, ready to go this year and be a difference maker given his age. What do you, how do you feel about it? Um, that's a really good I, I, I'm for it. And he was against it. He was like, ah, I don't, I don't see it now for the money that we're paying him with all these young guys. There's, there's people that, that we, I don't know. Ooh, that's a good one because I, personally, I, I know, I know. I, that's why I brought it up. Cause we were talking about it and I was like, I'm like, yeah, I, I think it's great. I, he was a, Legend, and he has the—he still has the potential to be a difference maker because we still don't know, you know, when he's in full MLB game strength, like he could be incredible. So we don't know, but we're paying him a lot of money. It's a lot of and, money, but I think we—we we forget that, like, like Guriel's total contract to like is more than the entire today like if, if you take whatever the 39 or 42 or however many million it's something in that range that he's getting is more than the Astros total payroll in 2012 like i think well, it, i think it, the astros, yeah, yeah. okay i'm sorry i think the astros saved so much money early on in this process and they're still saving money on guys like Springer and Correa that you can you can afford to sort of get away with that and it sort of pisses me off that Josh Reddick is going to make like seven times as much, more than that. Um, it's going to make a, 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 I can't do math because I'm 
I, no, no math sucks. Whatever. This kids, math Josh Reddick, sucks. Josh Reddick is going to make a lot more money over the next four years than than Carlos Correa is. I think that they've banked enough money that you can you can make a gamble like Guriel and Beltran's only going to be here for a year, so maybe you, you know, Guriel is the long term plan at at DH or <clears throat> or whatever. So I'm in favor of it because, but I also think. And, and as much as like people connected to the Astros uh, will maybe deny this, that I think that signing Yulieski Guriel, the idea was best case scenario they signed his younger brother. Uh, oh, a, I agree with that a hundred percent. As a result, and they didn't, but I still think they got a decent player that I think for the next couple of years anyway, it's going to pay off. Uh, and yeah, I, and I do they, believe he was a like a le- he was a there was lore like how. Even with his age, I've I've heard been hearing about Guriel for a long time. That yeah. He's this Cuban legend, and uh, I, him and I, on his own merits was was good. And you know what? And and about the money thing, I'm one of those people, and I, a lot of people aren't. But it's not my money. Yes. Like I, I will bitch about a an egregious contract or something stupid, or when they extend somebody that I want gone. I don't like that. But I'm. It's not. It's not really about what they're paying them. To me, and I, I don't care. No. They, if they want to pay the whole team a hundred million dollars, I mean, they can do whatever the hell they want. It, I don't. It, it doesn't. It's inconsequential. No, I totally. I one hundred. If we were, if it was the NBA, we can talk. We can talk about contracts and yeah. things that are important, or you know, but uh, or uh, the NFL, it, anything that where money management comes into play. But no, they can pay whatever they want, whenever they want to, whomever they want. But I I, I meant just from the, not even the money aspect, but just like that he's older and they are paying him that, you kind of use money as a gauge to how important somebody is. And to give that much money to a unknown, and I'm putting that in quotes. Yeah. I don't know. It's not really debatable. I think... I think he's going to be so much better this year. Um, I know he was rough there for a little bit last year, but when we talked about this multiple times, that just the way they play baseball in Cuba, like nobody is prepared, not even guys that the Americans, nobody's ready for that grind. Yeah. You know, in Cuba, they play what, like four or five times a week. And then they're off for two weeks or something. They're like firefighters or some (laughs) shit. Like, on for a week, off for two, on for or whatever. Yeah. So that this like one, two days off every three weeks, just ridiculous. Tra- I mean, I know that they're standing around and stuff, but there is no way in hell I could. Like I, I hated when I had like when I played softball and I had like all day tournaments <laughs> and I had three and I had like three games five hours apart or whatever. That, that was the worst. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. As far as that's, it's unbelievable. So now they're not athletes. He, he's standing around in right field. No, just they got to be at the ballpark. They work a nine to five or longer, longer. Yeah. Yeah. So they're there warming up. They're there watching film. They're working. They're in the cages. They're working out. They're stretching. And then they go to the game and they got a shower. Like, and then they're home at freaking midnight. Yeah. Or you have like, to, yeah, but they, they, so they, they, they kind of earn that money. I know it's a lot, but they, they do earn that money. Yeah. And then away I, from their families and all that stuff. I don't like the, I don't like when people give the baseball guys are the, uh, the whole, the get the seasons longer than every other sport. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, they're spoiled athletes. No, these motherfuckers like give up their family and their lives for 
10 years if they're lucky or whatever, but that's a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I went on, I went on tirade there. I no, that was I, good. Uh, I don't, I don't like, I don't like when people say shit like that. No, but it makes sense because like, I mean, I, I do not have nearly, I mean, not even in the same realm of, of what's the word I'm looking for? Like of believability as far as like the, the physical demands of my job. But I'm already thinking about like, all right, when can I take a day off? Like, when can I call in sick one day? But see, like, but think about like how much more does it put you out when you, when you have to coach, when you're coaching, it kills you. And they're like doing that every day with like a Thursday off here and there. And they're like in fucking Baltimore. You're right. And then you get done, you get, you get done and and dressed and you have your meetings or whatever you have to have. And then you got to hop on a plane to Boston and you get there at four o'clock in the morning. If, if I am awake at four o'clock in the morning for like at this point in my life, four o'clock in the morning is too early. It's not too late. Like I, that means if I'm awake at four o'clock, it means I've been to sleep already for like four and a half, five hours. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take weird dumps and it's going to mess with my entire (laughs) rhythm. I can't, I can't do it. And much less I can't. And and if 40,000 people, or I know the Astros don't have that attendance, but if, if 22,000 people, it's it's coming. Yeah, maybe if 22,000 people came and watched me at my job every day and like heckled me and wrote things about about you online, about every little thing you did. Oh my God. Like, Oh, so like when I, yeah, when I hear like the vitriol coming from Lance McCullers, like even though he, he's probably the best because he's so chill, he understands that it, it, what he needs to do, but he, he talked about it, how much he just hated some, like what do you have to deal with on Twitter? I can't imagine. I don't know why anyone famous. Well, is I mean, I, I have people that tweet me hate shit and I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> so these guys, like what? it's unbelievable people online. That's a whole different thing. I, they are, that, that, something needs to happen because I it, trolls need to stop. Yeah, they are in every like, these, are, these are people, and like I'll, most people read these tweets. Like I think people think that it's like this. There's the veil, and they oh, oh I'm anonymous. Blah blah blah. They're not going to see this. It's just this big. But no, people read this. Yeah. So when you want their whole, you say they want your whole family to die for uh, hitting into a double play in the third inning. Not the coolest thing you could tweet. <laughs> Not who, the best thing you could tweet, but who, yeah, whatever. Who, who doesn't check their notifications? Go retweet Jimmy Fallon. Go do something hack. I don't know. Man. Seriously. Tweet at Trump do your or Obama or just but, do something But else. even hated people, like it's just like it does nothing. Like I just – I don't – we're living in a world of hate right now and I really don't like it. I'm a, I'm a loving man. I'm really that excited. Means, I'm re- fuck, fuck, fuck Trump though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to talk about the Astros to mask how terrified I am to live in this world right now. That that feels good. It feels normal. Like I'm you know, I'm projecting. So I wonder what our I know we have conservative listeners. I wonder what the breakdown is of uh of uh, political party affiliations. Hmm. Like I wonder if like people like everybody's a god. We, we lose all our listeners. They're all Republicans who are in Texas and everything. It's like, shit. <laughs> uh, you know, I but think... I, I, I personally don't care. Like, I, and I don't... Like, I'm not one of these hateful people. Like, I have... My parents are super conservative, and they love Trump. And I'm like, you guys are idiots, but I love you, and you're smart people, so I don't know who, who tricked you, but... 
But like, I'm not one of these people that care. Like, I love people, and like, if you voted for Stalin, like, I'm still gonna have a beer with you, man. It's just yeah. I'm, well, you're not, you're not invited my to, to my wedding, but yeah. Let's see what's up. Like, let's hang out and see see what's actually happening here. Um, that's a good that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know how to even like have a poll. Do we do a Twitter poll? Like, are you a Republican or a Democrat? I don't want to. Don't do that, please. Yeah, let's not. You know what we should. You know what we should do. And this is something that I should talk to you about on text or over or off the air. But I'm just going to do it now because we're spitballing. Let's do it now. We should figure a way. We should go live. Yeah. Yeah, I need to come and out then of have people tweeting in when they're listening and get because our, our listeners are the best. I mean, and I'm and I'm not sucking up. Because I talk a lot of shit to you guys. No, they really but, are. But like, like I'm blown away by people that are just like, "When are you going to record again?" Like every time somebody says it, I'm like, "You guys care? Like that's amazing." <laughs> and the, the, as active as as Astros Twitter and uh, the people that listen to the show are, I it could be beneficial to be live. And uh, I don't know though. I did. I've done a few live stream podcasts and stuff before. But uh, then we can interact with them a little bit, and then we don't have to put any effort into uh, researching what we're going to talk about. We can just kind of give it to them. I feel like, but I don't know, something to talk about. We can maybe take that to the poll and see if there's a way to like not every episode, but uh, well, we're going to every once in a while just do fan do a listener episode or a Twitter episode, and just instead of reading the tweets, have it be live interaction. I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. But I I feel like, and and I'm not, I'm not, I'm certainly not like taking a piss all over all over your, but it, it. I mean, we ask for questions and then and then we record and then like twenty minutes later the episode's up. Like, there's no editing unless there's been and, and we keep. I keep hearkening back to the one time I I actually took something out, and I sort of wish I didn't do it, but but uh, we felt at the time it was necessary. But it, uh, you, you know, there's like an wait, hour. Wait, we 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 felt or you felt? Uh, oh, well, I I agree with you that. But but I'm edgy though, so I, I was all edgy. for it. But it, it was great. I it was so great. Given given my current job, no, status, you can't. You can't. Yeah, you you can't. I couldn't have been associated with I, it. it. I laughed very no, no, hard. No, no. I was. It I was, was so good. So hypocritical that I laughed so hard at it and then deleted it. Um, Everybody, everybody's gonna want to know what that is. It, it really was the best. It was, oh, it was the best. Oh god, it was good. But I mean, we're gonna do like like as soon as. I've got I've got seven at, at best case scenario I've got like six more weeks of absolute freaking madness and then I can pop down to Houston for a weekend so we're gonna do well, yeah a live, we're, gonna we're gonna do, do I, I've already talked to to Monday and uh, and Clint? possibly Clint too like that was that was one of my favorite episodes mm-hmm. by the way I love you guys if you're listening I'm just telling you that but uh, yeah no we're gonna do we'll do some cool stuff this year we're gonna we're gonna step up our game a little bit yeah. I remember. I remember last year, the second school was out, you like you turned on the fucking juices. You were ready. Turned on the juices. That's not a saying. Don't nobody <laughs> repeat that or use it now. Yeah. Turned on the hashtag. Turned on the juices. Definitely turning on the, the juices. Fuck, what the fuck is that? That's the um, title of this episode. No, but like is. the second school was out, you were like, dude, let's let's record for like seven hours. You were so hyped. I was so excited to not have anything to do for like eleven weeks. Like that was the well, next see, time I had to be somewhere. Yeah, so we'll maybe we'll do random bonus episodes. Yeah. Sometimes we're like, you feel like doing a show? Like we'll pop in, do this. So we're we'll we we'll, we're gonna pull some stuff this year. We're we're taking the game to the next level. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, All right, let's talk on. a little bit more baseball before got... you have to go to your stupid party or whatever on a Sunday night, you idiots. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Yeah, it's it's the wife. 
I've got I've got two things I want to ask you, and then I have a challenge for you. Oh shit! So you're gonna expose you're gonna expose me to all these people. No, That's I think awesome. you got it. Thanks, I, man. That's really cool. I wouldn't set you up for failure, uh, but I but it'll be fun. Oh no! Yes, you'd be, yes you would though. You absolutely would because you're like a witch. You know you know all this stuff, and it's just like common knowledge. But not everybody like reads baseball almanacs and shit. I'm going to ask you a question knowing that best case scenario, if someone had asked me that question cold, I would have gotten 60% of it right. So knowing that okay. I would have essentially failed going into it, I'm going to ask you. So uh, that's that's coming down <clears throat> here in about six or seven minutes. Um, do okay, you, cool. Thanks for the countdown. Appreciate that. Do you give a crap about the World Baseball Classic? Um, I want to. Does that make sense? Yes. I, I don't want my players in it. Yeah. Well, I like seeing them. I'm, I'm very torn because I'm with you. No injuries. Don't do anything stupid. Don't. Uh, but I love the concept. And it's the World Cup of Baseball. I feel like it's getting a little bit. I feel like it's getting a little bit more popular. Like it'd be. I, I don't know, man. I go back and forth. I watch it. Yeah, well, I'll watch it because it's and, it's and the players love it. It's meaningful. They baseball. clearly love it. They clearly love it, especially the uh, like the Latin country people. Yeah, like they lobby for their friends to come play with them when they're eligible to play. I, I love it, but when it's played and and it's the only time they can do it, so I understand it. But with the grind of the season, it's just like it's almost impossible to do. And it, like it's not like a World Cup thing where everybody, you know what I mean? No, I totally. And that's get why it. they want it to. That's what they want it to be, but. If they shorten the season or something, if they and took like a, everybody and every and like everybody was involved and like Trout was on the U.S. I mean, like everybody, it was just like the best players. Everybody played in it. That would be the dopest thing ever, right? Yeah, but if they if they took like a three week break or a month long break in the middle of the season to do it, and, it, and if the Astros were like going into the break on like a. 11 game winning streak and then they had to take a month oh, like off. soccer dust and it's like all right well, this is a cup week so the league's off and they I'd go be, and play there yeah no hell I'd no be so hell mad. no so mad oh yeah no no uh, that's what i'm saying like i love the idea of it and in a perfect world with the best players i would it'd be the best yeah but i don't think there's any way to feasibly do it no unless they did it in like <clears throat> november december like early january and held it all and they the just Caribbean. like yeah, and then they just finished, and I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just. See, I guess I, I, I like it. I, I want all of the Astros hitters because people are ramped up. Like it's it's getting you ready for game action. But I also I don't want any Astros pitchers to do it because I don't want them to get ramped up that they blow out their elbow. Yeah, no, I'm a hundred percent in agreement with that. Um, yeah, and you know the guys that are playing in it. What if they're they get hot and they get their stroke and. Then they're coming in. They're coming in game ready. Yeah, that's the one thing I love about it is that they're good to go. Yeah, that's spring. That's spring training, my man. That's not fucking running, fucking. Yeah, it's not a, tri- tr- running triangles and stuff, and you're you know, taking a, BP. That's you're playing that's, against. You're, like, you're good to go. So that's the one thing I like about it. But if any injury, and like y'all can all die. Yeah, you're facing either you're facing Justin Verlander. I don't even know if Verlander's playing in the WBC, but no, he's he's got to not have sex with Kate Upton before games. <laughs> did, you see, did you see that clip or whatever? <laughs> that's it. That's what he. That's what he. That's the he refuses to have sex with Kate before games. Superstitious, and if he pitches well, he won't have sex with her after. That's I. 
But like he gets to have sex with Kate Upton like other times. So it's it's I mean, okay, man. And I guess like, if they're married then they like, figure on a like, lifetime. I think happens. they're they're engaged, right? Or are they actually married? I think they're engaged. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't I don't know, but like that's I uh, when she the, the tweet after the Cy Young, I fell in love with Kate Upton. Yeah, I, she was, I, I wasn't in love with her before. I had nothing. To, I hated her before. Like that body, ugh, gross. <laughs> yuck, get, get yuck. Getting to the, get the gym. Then one she tweeted. Then she tweeted that, and I was like, "All right, Kate Upton, where you at though?" I see you. No. All right, that was a weird bad. <laughs> uh, but I mean, That's, if you get if, me out of this, James, get me out of if this. If you're facing, if you're, if you're Alex Bregman, and you're facing Jake Arrieta. You know that that is beneficial to you in a game that doesn't count, as opposed to playing like a split squad game against a double A pitcher that that has zero control. Like, but if you're, but it also helps the pitcher. My my thing is the injury. Like, what are you? And the the injury concern is always there, no matter. Well, that's the, and that's the thing. Like, like you can only protect so much. Sometimes, I mean, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. So. Anybody can lose want, command. I don't want risk, but at the same time, like, if it, it was going to happen in spring training or the first game they pitched. I mean. Well, freaking Castro, uh, J, uh, your your boy, Jason Castro. I love, no, I love him. He got out of my doghouse. I love that man. <laughs> He's Jason Castro now. JSD. Uh, I, I miss him. Tore his ACL, like, the, the 2012, like, the first week of spring training, and he was gone for the year. And it's no, not literally like anything could happen. My best friend tore his Achilles rounding second in a softball game. And li- obviously that doesn't compare to major league baseball, no, but it's like random. that, it just popped, it just popped. And it was the worst injury I've ever seen live. And I'll, and it was just running around the bases and we were in shape and younger. So, I mean, it wasn't like, the crap happens. People. it doesn't matter where and it like, happens. And like, and he was like, he still can't walk. Like, like his fucking leg popped. Like, and it, nothing happened. Like, so it, anything, our bodies suck. Yeah. So, Crap but, happens, but so, but but see now, but now that you've said that, and and I've kind of thought about it a little bit, I I prefer the World Baseball Classic to bullshit spring training. Well, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather Altuve face you know Luke Gregerson or you know, but he doesn't need it. <clears throat> but I would rather them. I don't know. See, well, it's it, would, I'm torn. I'm torn with it because yes, it is way more productive to. To face aces and people that are trying to get you out and are trying to win, and a lot of like a lot of the Latin American countries are very nationalistic, mm-hmm. and they take big pride. They take like Venezuela and Puerto Rico and uh, was it Colombia? Who are some of the other big teams? I don't know. They're they are like they want to win that shit. Yeah, and they're recruiting their friends, and they want everybody to play, and like it's a big deal. Yeah, so do you want, do you want to play Venezuela or do you want to play like Stetson in a random like backfield like spring training game like a, a D three college? I don't even know if Stetson's D three. But see, but I I think that you would get split answers. I think some guys want to ease into it, knowing the grind and knowing that they're going to be good to go when when it's game one. And yeah. So I guess it just depends on the dude. See, I'm like I would I'd play in the I would personally if I was a pro baseball player, I'd play in the World Baseball Classic because I'm a com- I like competitive stuff that means something. I I like that. I don't like stuff that means nothing because then I feel like it means nothing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I got to feel like a lot of players even though they're 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 not not trying. But when you know nothing means anything, who cares if you strike out here? Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. But when there's something on the line, even if it doesn't mean that much, 
it gives you that 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 spark, that thing. It's yeah, it's so, something to break up like the this doesn't mean anything crap of spring training. And they're pl- and they're playing games anyway. So I'm kind of I'm a, I'm with you with the with the hitters. If you're a, if you're a field player and, and you're batting, I play in the World Baseball Classic to get ready for the season. And if you're a pitcher, like pitch maybe one game in the World Baseball Classic, yeah. and then then go to spring training and work on your shit. And you know, I, I don't know. I just thought that's, of this. That's a, that's a tough one. That's a real tough one. But I, I do like I do like the concept of it, and that's that's where the circle came back. I I just thought of this, and I love AJ Hinch. I think he's the right guy for the job. I think Bo Porter was the right guy for the job. But that's another. I love. I ooh. I, yeah. Let's let's table that. Yeah, that's another topic for I, another time. That's a really good one because I have love for both of those guys. But Jim Leland is the manager of Team USA in the world in the World Baseball Classic, and I love I love Jim Leland. Guy, do you want Bregman? I, I don't mind Bregman taking a few weeks off and and getting coached and managed by Jim Leland uh, as opposed to AJ Hinch. So that's another like, well, eh, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm okay with it. Whatever. Well, and, and he's a his approach to baseball is completely different, and he's been he's a little bit more laid back now. Because he's, you know, he's been in the game for a minute, but uh, yeah, like <laughs> if a minute Bre- equals a hundred years, I-, I love saying that. It's my favorite. Uh, but Bregman, he's a different kind of animal, man. That guy, like, he's just a, he's gonna be so good. He I mean, he's crap. already good, but like, he, he's just got that, that thing. I'll say, I'll, I whatever will... that may be. Like, there's certain guys, and it's, it's stupid to say it, but like, you just know when somebody's got that thing. And yeah. Bregman. McCullers has it. Bregman has it. Correa has it. It's just like you know. You don't even have to see him do anything. Like, yeah, I don't know. Bregman be- is uh, going to be a superstar. Yeah, I'll believe this till the day that I die. That the Astros drafted Bregman because he was the best available player and thought they could sort of do what the Cubs did and stock up on middle infield, where there are not a lot of actual great players. I think Bregman was was drafted with the intention to trade him, and then he got trade, the, and then he was he, he played he played his way into the lineup because he dominated the minor league. That's one hundred percent what happened. He got he got their attention. And we're like, we can't trade this guy. We got to figure something out. So, yep, no, that's that's what he and and, and that makes me respect and love the guy even more. It's just yep. like, no, uh, uh-uh, this is my this is my world. And he still and he just he just crushed the minor leagues, and then it's like, now you got to He made them bring him up. Like, yeah, that's. That's the dopest thing that you can do as a baseball player is force the organization, who at the times in a in a race to make the playoffs, like they had come back. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he forced his way into the lineup. Like that's the that's badass. And has essentially like forced and, the forty million dollar international free agent signing over to first base. Like took that dude's position, took Guriel's position, and made him go to first base so that he could still find a place on the field. And they even forced the debate. Of moving the franchise superstar to third base to make room for Bregman, right? Because he's a shortstop. Like there was that talk, not that that the organization did, and that was, but like he, like you got to respect that. So I, the dude is gonna succeed. He, he's just oh, I'm so excited for this year, guys. This is gonna be so fun. We'll get in. We'll get into predictions. Are we gonna get? I just don't let us down. Please don't let us down. Seriously, you're gonna you're gonna break our hearts, but let it be in like July and not don't October. Don't break our hearts. I wouldn't if I tried. Um, so here's <clears throat> here's where we'll close because we've got we, we've, oh no we've set yeah, you the got table. Your people coming over. 
I've got I've got a couple questions that that we can that we can get to next week, and we got a special guest next week. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. I'm really excited because I think we I think that between you and I, we can make him lose his mind and go wheels off and say something that can, gets on like MLB trade rumors. Um, can I can I do the whole episode in a Boston accent? Please do, please right, cool. do. So here's my question for you. Just given that that 2017 looks pretty good. 2012 okay. did not look pretty good. No, 2012 was not the best. Here's my challenge for you, and you and you have to do this right now before we close. Oh, I do this is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> Name MLB.com. I guess it's MLB Pipeline is what they call themselves. But okay. the 2012 top 10 Astros prospects. The top ten? The top oh, okay. ten. How many of the top ten can you name right now, given absolutely zero preparation? Okay. Um, well, I've got a few of them. Uh, that, that was Carlos Correa, correct? Correa is number two. Okay. Um, then uh, George Springer was there, too? Springer is three. Okay. Our Everybody's favorite, Jonathan Singleton? Number one. Our best friend Lance McCullers. Number six. Okay. That's all four. Right. Let me, That's all four. Right, all right. Shit. Uh, no way you get nine and ten. I'm going to call that right now. No. I'm, uh, no. Um, uh, Delano DeShields. Number five. Okay. So you've got. Um, you, uh, uh, let me reset and give you a chance to kind of get, gather your mindset. You currently Dude, I, have. I don't know. I may have one or two. I don't. Oh. You have oh. one, two, three, five, and six right now. Okay, so uh, I thought McCullers you'd get four. So you're already doing better than I thought you'd do. No, no. I. Well, this is when I started tuning back in. Um. Uh. This may. This I may be you're off on this, but uh, Jared Cozart. number four. You've got the top oh, six. Oh God! <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh. Dude, I don't got. I've got names, but I don't want to look stupid. Uh, hey, you've got the top six from five years ago, so so your but, your credibility but, is established. But, but there were like there were five slam dunks there, or four slam dunks that everybody knows. Oh shit! Okay, uh, was you want a hint? Mike Fulton, was it Fulton Nevich? Fulton Nevich is seven. Jesus Christ! You got okay. the you got the top seven. I think I I'm gonna do one more guess. I I don't know. Uh, what? Uh, give me a hint. What are the what are the last three uh, positions? Uh, third base, pitcher, pitcher. Two pitchers. <clears throat> oh shit! Kevin Comer. Holy crap! I didn't. That was one of the ones I didn't think you'd get. Number nine. You got number nine. So you've gotten eight of the ten. One is still. I don't. I don't. I don't have anyone else. Uh, hang on. One I'm is still with the team, fighting for the twenty fourth or twenty fifth spot. One has been. Tra- uh, one was traded Brad with. Peacock. One was traded with Fulton Evich for Evan Gaddis, and the other one is still with the team. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm done. All right, number eight. You 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 got eight of the top ten. That's pretty damn impressive. Number eight was Rio Ruiz. Oh, Rio Ruiz. Who I, I told my cousin, who is a Braves fan, because he lives in North Atlanta. He's like a legit Braves fan. He's not like a crappy Braves fan. 
But I told him that he was getting the next Chipper Jones, which may have been short-sighted. Um, number 10 is Brad Peacock. I just said Brad Pe- Peacock. I was probably talking over you. So you got 9 of the 10. What the fuck? You got 9 Jeez. of the 10. That is phenomenal. Rio Ruiz. And I should and I should I should have had all 10. That would have been amazing. That's I'm stunned. I'm you is that if, if well, there was if there was well, any, I, I was sure that uh, Fultonevich was wrong. I I was just trying to look smart and I got lucky on that one and that was about it. Number 7. I just and, and but was, that's not that hard though. I mean if you went like top 20, <laughs> then I would I probably wouldn't get another one right. Actually, yes, I would, but still, that's not that's neither here nor there. <laughs> hey, this was a solid season two open. Yeah, we had some crazy uh, little just left turns there, but yeah, no, w- welcome back. We're we're happy to be. Wait, welcome back. What, am I saying that to us? Well, who am I saying that to? Eh. Whatever. Leave it time. Time. It's the only Astros podcast that matters. We're the only, literally the only one. We're Remember happy that. to be here. You're Remember happy that. to be here. I do want to read a uh, real quick. You, you can't curse on the radio, by the way. Just letting you know that. It's true. This is where I want to close. Um, we got a message on SoundCloud where here in the next six weeks or so, we're going to have another pledge drive where if you'll donate $135 because I'm broke. Um, Patrick is probably not, but he's trying to protect his. Um, if you want to keep us around for another year, We'll we'll take donations for to get another year of SoundCloud. But uh, from when, a when is a, that when is, when does that expire? It's it's around opening day because I think we All started right. I think we started last year like on opening night. So, okay, so it's like five We're weeks away. Time. We'll be we'll, we'll be all right, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right. But uh, from deleted user G N L A one six one six one six. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on SoundCloud, the message that we just got, mm, I can almost feel it now, you kissing my neck and moving down to my huge nipples. <laughs> what? Well, I love that. But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Casa Ole.